Maybe a quick question here, uh, Prine, about the limitation, because that, this is really the world's most advanced autonomous uh, legged robot. But maybe the question about the limitation, how do you think maybe um, about this tackling the limitation? Or do you think it's still missing pieces uh, you think maybe can be incorporated in future version of a spot for construction environment? Do you have any kind of thoughts what it's still maybe missi- missing or you think, yeah, could be incorporated yeah, with your generation of a spot? Yeah, I mean, my my answers tend to focus more on the on the software side. How do we get more performance out of the hardware? Because I'm not a robotics hardware expert by any means. Um, I work with them, but um, I myself am focused on what is the use case? How does this add value? And how do we further develop software and products that you know extend the usefulness of the robot? We have a few things coming out right now that are really intended to do that, both on the hardware and software side. Um, one is we've introduced self-charging. So first and foremost, if if the value of the robot depends on autonomy, then replacing its battery every 90 minutes isn't really full autonomy, is it, right? So we're always working toward that goal of reducing required user intervention because the more the robot is able to operate on its own, the more value there is. Uh, the other thing, and perhaps the more critical thing about a self-charging dock, is that means the robot is always on. It's always ready to respond to human input and command and do something useful. It doesn't need to go, you know, it doesn't need to be turned on. It doesn't need to be transported into the environment. It's part of the environment. It's ready to act on that environment. Um, we've also we're also releasing the arm, which adds manipulation capabilities to the sensing capabilities. Right now, the focus, at least in the construction industry where where I really serve is is data capture. So it's Mm -hmm. all about putting sensors on the robot. Those could be image sensors, those could be laser scanners, those could be environmental Mm -hmm. sensors for illumination or silica dust, those could be thermal cameras, those could be RFID and BLE readers for material tag tracking, you know, the the list is pretty limitless and there are a lot of needs for data capture in that environment. That's what we're really gonna tackle and master first. But obviously at some point, there's a lot of advantage to being able to manipulate and interact with the environment as well. Even simple things like a door is closed and the robot needs to open it, or there's a hanging cable in the way and the robot needs to move that out of the way, or there's a small object that maybe needs to be, you know, moved across the site. There, there are all these opportunities. Um, even before you get into actual construction tasks, which remains to be seen how useful Spot is in that context. You know, And that's really where you see a division between generalized mobility platforms like Spot, something that's able to carry sensors to any location in this environment, and task-specific robotics. Um, A a really great example is uh, Dusty Robotics, which has a layout robot that's essentially a printer for the ground that prints the lines where where walls and other architectural elements should go. It does that really well. That's the one thing it does for now, but it does it really well. It acts on the environment to achieve that task. So I imagine that in the future, there will be many different types of robots. But back to your question about improvements with with Spot and what we see is, I'm really interested in the ability to have both repeatability. For example, the robot walks the same exact path every day, does the same things and captures the same data combined with flexibility, of course, because you think you want that and then you realize that 
the site is obstructed or the site has changed and you need to react to that change. Humans are really good at this, right? We go into environments and, you know, if somebody has, if somebody is walking their dog down the sidewalk and I had only ever seen an empty sidewalk before, that's not a problem for me. Mm. You know, I can move to the right or to the left and continue to walk down the sidewalk. So it's, it's that level of change. And it's also the fact that, well, now there's a new wall here and I have to plan a completely new route. So I think advances in autonomy that allow for better decision-making about routes and alternative planning when the site changes, that's really where I see a ton of value being added. Uh, the issue there really is about the concept of operations and safety protocol in these environments. There are things we can do technologically with the robot in terms of it making its own navigation decisions that we might not want to do because you need to socialize robots on site and everybody needs to have an expectation of what is the robot doing and where is it going? So at the moment, there's a safety corridor. If you plan a path for the robot, it's really not gonna deviate from that path mm -hmm. by more than a few meters without asking you permission, um, asking for your oversight because maybe you didn't consider a robot going into that area of your site and maybe there's a problem with that, right? Sa there's nothing more important than, than safety. So one of the things we are figuring out with customers is, can the robot go anywhere in your environment? How do you give it the semantic understanding to be able to make really smart decisions to move around this dynamic environment, but also to know where it's not safe to go because maybe you're installing an exterior wall and there's an open slab. Maybe there's an area for the staging of materials, or maybe it's an area with high human activity. These are things that by and large exist in a lot of kind of AMR offline path planning softwares. Those machines are obviously less sophisticated without the legs and some of the perception systems required for a construction environment. So there's, there's software precedent for this. It just needs to be combined with the unique capabilities of legged locomotion in the unique dynamic environments like construction sites.